Hey, Goose Buddies, it's Chad. Before you dive into the episode, uh, let me give you a quick heads up. As our recording studio is often cursed by uh, the ghost of a possessed doll, also a mud monster, and also just an old guy we didn't take very good care of, uh, we have recording problems every once in a while. And in this episode, we lost Paul's audio for a good portion of it. So I've gone through and and tried to kind of scrap it and and salvage it together. If you ever notice any parts of the conversation feels a little bit weird, it's just because of us trying to make that work. Uh, Paul comes in near the end. You'll be very clear to see when he starts talking. Uh, I'll just tell you, basically all you missed is about you know 30 minutes of Paul uh, talking about how much he wished he was uh, a street cat and how much he thinks that lifestyle would be really interesting and, uh, and, and the sexual uh, adventure of being a stray... Uh, uncircumcised street cat was really appealing to him. Really weird. I don't know why he kept talking about it, but that's really all you missed for about 30 minutes. Um, otherwise, it's a great episode. You'll see this is something new for us. Uh, we're going to try to do little offshoots every once in a while. We try other books just to vary it up or something's really particular to us, including Animorphs, which is uh, special to me and our guest, Holly Conrad, who is amazing. She did great uh, and is also a beloved fan of this book series. Uh, I'm sure you guys will enjoy this episode. And also, uh, let us know what you think. You can reach us on Twitter at GooseBudsPod. You can email us at GooseBuds at gmail.com. And, you know, just or just yell into the sky. Just scream. And we'll, we'll probably hear it. All right, guys. Enjoy the episode. like a root beer and then after the root beer you start like tasting something else you're like what is that and then it's just molasses being like be quiet that's no, daddy's what? medicine that's daddy's, <laughs> daddy's that's, medicine that's, that's, da- that's daddy's be quiet child medicine I just slipped to you Dom on this alcoholic root beer we're oh, drinking daddy's medicine it feels nice <laughs> yeah well let's maybe we should clarify why we're talking about uh, animal forms other than just our general weekly conversations where we talk about our animal about forms about what we want to turn into what we want to turn into so, Holly, you're going to be a bird person of some sort, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, always. What, what kind of bird? What, I mean, medieval time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A so couple of, you're, you're, you're friends with a couple my of favorite, My favorite, one of my favorite birds <laughs> is the cedar waxwing because they just, like, eat berries and get drunk and fall out of trees. Like, legitimately. Sound. They just, like, cedar fall out of trees. Cedar waxwing. <laughs> I'm looking it up. You know, I yeah. don't know if you're going to be a great ally if you're going to be <laughs> drunk on berries all the time. No, she could be, like, a scout. She can go out and, like, you know, check out the terrain and come back and to us. No, yeah, get drunk no. and just fall over. Yeah, uh, by the way, the reason we're talking about this, uh, well, very welcome to the show, Holly. Hooray, thank you for having me. Uh, we are doing a spectacularly special episode of Goose Spuds. Unprecedented, right? Yeah, this is, this is, I would say this episode is off the rails on a crazy train. <laughs> because, because we're, this is Goose Buds. We're not talking about Goosebumps today. We're not talking about Goosebumps. Much the way that Bob Dylan tried electric that one time. We are tipping our toes into the lake waters of Animorphs. Of Animorphs. Oh, yeah. 
and and Holly, you are our resident expert on the subject. I think I'm a scholar myself. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the reasons why we have you there. Other besides, we also love you. We're going to cover what I think is the the rival to Goosebumps in our gener- generation. Yeah, sure. An- Animorphs is my life with a Y. L-Y-F-E. <laughs> you know, you know how people are like, why? When are all these people saying Bay, 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 this, Bay that? Yeah. You know what? You know those are people. Those are Goosebumps fans, <laughs> and they're like, "What's this Animorphs? That's not what I know." Guess what? Your world is dead. It's true. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to go down to my local Walden Books. And uh, pick up, we didn't have like a Barnes and Noble or anything or like a Target because I lived in like podunk nowhere. You were a simpler place. Yeah. And I would go to Walden Books and buy. You had a place that was bought by Barnes and Noble. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And And I would buy the Animorphs book that came out that day. Like, at the day it came out, I remember when they raised it by, like, a dollar, and I was so mad. I was like, I cannot believe they raised my Animorphs book. So they were four or three ninety nine. They were like, now they're $4.99. I was like, man. So oh, see, I paid for mine with, like, a dance and a song in front of the bookstore, <laughs> so I never knew about the price of it. A dance and a song. <laughs> Chad, you had a charming but sad childhood. <laughs> I did. I was, it's basically Newsies, but, like, with more corn and, and no papers. <laughs> no like, papers. a lot more Mountain Dew and Animorphs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it had a lot more of that kind of stuff going An- on. Animorphs was kind of a weird thing to be a fan of, I would say. Uh, it, it it felt like it was a very popular series that kids were ashamed to admit to liking. Maybe oh, I'm, maybe I was just, not ashamed. I think it's just, <laughs> There I was think no shame here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, some people loved it, like... I was I it. was super into it, but when you describe it now, when you show people those amazing covers, <laughs> it's kids transform into animals, and that's it. I mean, th- to be honest, being a kid, that's all I need. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. No, but it's uh, it's kids fighting aliens. It's kids saving the planet from aliens, like from and like. I'm convinced, like, Stargate just ripped it off because they're the same aliens in Stargate as they are in, in Animorphs. Like, they look, like, messed up, like, Centaur Nave. They also eat through their feet, just so you know. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. Yeah, we missed that detail. Oh, yeah, they're eating the dog oh, poop, like, straight no. up. Yeah, they love it. Actually, one of the main characters goes, yum, 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 I love that dog poop. No, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> I love this ground ice cream. Wait, Holly, that's what cinnamon buns were. They acts like to eat all the time. They were dog poops. Oh, oh no. No, that that scene like is so vivid in my head. Not from the show, but from the books, where this the alien the character turns into a human and runs around a mall because like <laughs> they were so. It spoke to us in the '90s. Like he ran around a mall food court and stole people's cinnamon buns off their <laughs> trays, yelling "cinnamon buns." This was in the books. Like this, this is, happened. This, this is a sound, standard this trope. Sounds- Funny. It Guys, was funny. It, I was, <laughs> later on, great. when when we're ready to talk about our the later series, one of my favorite books. Like, I can't wait to tell you the plot of it. It is so it is so insane. I like, have a it's feeling insane. I think it's gonna be the same one. All right, let's let's lay the groundwork. Well, let's we, let's start right at the mall where it begins. It does start at a mall. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it starts at a mall. Just for clarification, I believe you watched the television show today. right? Oh, vastly different from the book. Uh, yeah, so, so, so it starts at a mall with the most unrealistic thing that uh, fiction uh, kids at a mall starts with, which right? Is, yeah. Which is what? A cool store at the mall that they're hanging out with. There are no cool stores at the mall. <laughs> like, a comic book store in the mall is uh, something of legend, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where these kids are hanging out. That's, that's true. I will want to point out, this is, by the way, uh, the start of how much I loved this book series, 
they do have a mall, I believe, in the TV show. Or they're playing at later someone's house. On. They do later on. And I think it's like episode three or four when they finally introduce them hanging out at, at the mall. Oh, that's right. And yeah, and not only is that the video game they're playing, which is not an arcade title, is the Beast Wars Transformers <laughs> oh video game. Oh, my God, game. really? Oh, wow. Making this the coolest group of kids Chad had ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> is that a PC exclusive? That was like an N64 game or something. It was like oh. not, it was not the right console to be playing at all. No. Uh, I did not notice that. Fun fact, I didn't know. Oh, my keen eyes was like, that's Transmetal 2 Cheetor. I well, see it. But like any, I feel like we're just trained because we had seen it so many times. Is when video games are presented in another media that isn't video games, it's always represented so poorly. Mm-hmm. Like in, like in this show. Yeah, like they're talking about like playing a two-player cooperative arcade game. Yes, there were beat-em-ups, but he specifically points out in this book like, oh, he forgot this one part of the level. And it's like, it's not that intricate. You know, I don't know. Being such a nerd. <laughs> hey, Applegate, you fucked up. You, you screwed it up, guys. <laughs> I like, I have a great story about the show. So when Please the show share. first came out, my friend Kelly, who actually, my friend who I'm actually writing, uh, we wrote a fantasy book together when we were young and we're actually like rewriting it now that we're adults and we're not just writing a ripoff of Harry Potter and Animorphs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, we both loved Animorphs and... Um, we got together to watch the first step of the show. Like first day it came out, we were so excited. Like we went, got home from school. We went to her house. We took every Animorphs book that we owned and made it into like a pathway from like what? their upstairs to like the television, just for no reason, <laughs> just for like no reason. <laughs> and, and an like, art gallery, like an art gallery. Yeah. So we made our own like event. So <laughs> we like, we're waiting for those for the show to start. She's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And she like runs upstairs and I'm like, just like, oh, I'm going to like fuck with her. It's going to be so funny. And so she goes up, Upstairs, and I'm like, oh, it's starting, and I hear her like falling, like falling. Watch <laughs> like, terrible, and like she like nearly like hurts herself. She's like fl- like half dressed, and she gets downstairs. I'm like, I'm just kidding, and she's so mad. It was so funny. But like the the best part is that after all that like fanfare, the show was so bad. It's really bad. It's a really so bad we, TV show. I think we ended up like just turning it off and just being like, well. And we just started playing Goldeneye. Like, we just played Goldeneye until, like, midnight. Like, we oh, just, like, forgot kids. about it. <laughs> hey, you guys really saved that day. We did. You know? We did. We just, like, put all the Animorphs books away, and we're like, we won't talk about this again. <laughs> so, <laughs> that didn't exist in my hometown. I'm guessing that that's just, like, Kay Applegate's, like, idea of, like, a cool place for, like, cyber-savvy teens to hang mm-hmm. out. Like... Because that's what it seemed like to me, but they definitely, I, I, that, that place is like, they always go back there. It's the cool hangout. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of one of those places in like Demolition Man where it's yes, supposed to be yes. the near future. <laughs> like if a lady had come up with like bubbling blue drinks, I'd been like, this feels right. <laughs> uh, let's lay the groundwork, by the way, too, for people who are no idea what this book series actually is other than they, they might just think it's people standing in a room going, look, I'm a draft now. It hides an incredibly complex it sci-fi does. series. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would say I was surprised to <laughs> discover the dense universe of Animorphs this afternoon. Uh, and, and Holly, I think you and I, you're going to tell me if I'm, if I'm overstepping my bounds. I would say the general concept of Animorphs is that five teenage kids who are just trying to keep their heads down, all from different walks of life, all still kind of middle class, though. On their way home. All on their way home, essentially encounter the Green Lantern origin story. And instead of getting a Green Lantern ring, they get the power from an alien to transform into any animal they touch. Yes. Uh, But there is a galactic conflict taking on 
during uh, the course of the story between slugs that can crawl into your brain and possess you, the bad guys, the yurks. Yeah, they're symbiotes, yeah. Uh, and the good aliens who are trying to basically just, it's like the Protoss and the Zerg, basically, right. from StarCraft. Uh, and the Andalites, who are some deer people who eat through their hooves and have a scorpion tail. Yeah. And, uh, they, and they invented the morphing power. Like, yes. it's an Andalite technology. And at some point, some tiny little microscopic aliens show up with a, a shrinkway, but they don't really make any sense. <clears throat> There's a couple of books like that that don't make any sense. Also, don't forget about the Hork-Bajir. So what happens in this first book is that our, our friends are finishing up at the arcade. Uh, all five, I believe, of them decide yes. to go home, and they're all walking home together, and they stumble upon, they see in the sky, a falling spaceship, and they follow it to find... Uh, the the crash site and uh, and an alien comes out. Right? Yeah, which by the way is the best part of the TV show is like in the book it's described as a majestic like centaur man. Well, kind of. I think in my mind it was like a beautiful. No, man. it was like here is this thing. It's actually super gross. Like it, it really grossed me out the way they describe this. And then the first thing he does is almost fall over because he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is the best he part of the TV show. He- he actually says, yes, I am dying. <laughs> in, in his hacker bracket speech, which I immediately loved going back to. Oh, that me if, too. If anyone talks telepathy uh, telepathically, it's Dude, in brackets. When I went on all the like role-playing forums and stuff, like yes. back then, that's like, I was like, I'm talking in tel- telepathy when I got the brackets, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> but it really is the Green Lantern origin story of dying alien protector giving the power over to someone else. To five children. To five children. For a convenient series to be fleshed out over <laughs> many, 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 many books. They describe he's he's part deer, yes. right? Part I, blue I think, alien. I think horse more than deer. I don't know why she said deer. Well, they, they, she really went about talking about how it's a deer. No, it's more deer. They're not like, they're not centauri. They're not really muscular. Like, even though the like art on the cover made them look like really gross and muscular, I never pictured them like super Holly, buff. in my fan art, they were muscular and super <laughs> swole. Uh, I I just like so 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 they're half alien with uh with three slits on a face mm-hmm. making eyes eyes and a mouth <laughs> yeah it was, but then uh the, the they also have a scorpion tail perhaps a metaphor for something uh but uh but the way it's described really uh makes me laugh um it says uh I thought the eyes were bad until I saw the tail <laughs> it was like a scorpion's tail thick and powerful looking. On the end was a wickedly curved, very sharp-looking horn or stinger. It reminded me of the alien spaceship. It had seemed kind of cute and harmless, till you noticed the tail. The (laughs) alien seemed kind of harmless at first glance, too. Then you saw that tail of his and thought, Whoa, this guy could do some damage if he wanted. (laughs) So clearly, this was something to be edited that was not edited out of the very first Animorphs book is this redundancy and rewrite. Oh, all right. Right? Now I want to directly address this because when we were reading through this, I think we probably all experienced this. Holly, you haven't been going through the Goosebumps log like we have to read them. Uh, To read this book was so refreshing in just that things happened. Yes. Right. I mean, I read a couple of the, I actually probably read quite a few of the Goosebumps books. Like I read the one where like the masks, the mask chases the kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just covered like, the haunted mask. I, yeah. I read a couple of them where he one where he turns into a bee or whatever. That one's messed up. Oh, oh I read that one too. I hate that one. Yeah. 
I remember I was like, Goosebumps, they're awesome. I'll finally read one on my own. And I read that one. I was like, this book sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But well, like, like, yeah, I, Animorphs was more serial, so you, like, cared about the characters. It wasn't just, like, one thing, well, you know? Well, well, I feel like it's a real generational gap, right? The Goosebumps is like, here's the carrot. They're kind of constantly dangling the carrot mm-hmm. ahead of you, whereas in Animorphs, it's like... Here's what's going on. Here's what's happening. It's happening. Oh, yeah. People are turning into animals. It's 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 it, sad. In the first It's it, sad, it's sad that we had goosebumps. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> in comparison. We maybe we should have done an Animorphs podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we did the right thing. We did the right thing. We're not going back against goosebumps. But I this is what I'll say. First chapter of this book, the flying saucer lands. There's no like the goosebumps model would have been Ten chapters of a girl like just going to class and like yelling at a kid, and then the ship lands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a ship lands in the background. She's like, "I'll check that out in three chapters." But by like fifteen pages in, uh, the alien is dying. He has given the Andalite morphing technology to the kids, and now the big bad Visser Three, like head of the Yurk army, is landing and eating him in an alien form. Yeah, that's a, that's fast. Yeah, it happens. It really happens in this book, and uh, you know the kids really react. They really realize how important the situations are. I think they're a little smarter than Goosebumps kids. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure they are. I mean, yeah, the Goosebumps like, kids are supposed to, like, die. Like, they're supposed <laughs> to, like, have something bad happen to them. These guys are just, like, we're not, that's, that, the whole point is we don't want something bad to happen. Well, I, I feel like that's such a true observation because the problem with kids' books or the Goosebumps books is that the kids act like they're supposed to die, but they never they die. Never do. So I want them to die. I don't want them to die. It's a little bit of what you want when you're in the horror realm. I will say these kids are so cool that as the ship lands, they're not even that plussed about it. Look, it was like 1999. Anything could happen. There were a lot of alien movies out at that time. Yeah, we were ready for Spaceship. We were ready, yeah. It was yeah, men we, black, we've been waiting. We sell Starkid. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the kids are very, like, I hadn't remembered how pop culture savvy... They are like Jake just constantly drops. Like I thought this ship looked like this from so and so movie. Oh, Rachel, she likes to act tough, but really, I think she just thinks she's Storm from X Men. Like she's he's just dropping things. My favorite moment of that though is when the spaceship crashes and they're like, "Oh, are, are we? Should we? Should we investigate this? Should we?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we should. We might. This will make us famous for sure. We could even be on Letterman." <laughs> And, and and reading that, now that Letterman's off air, I had this realization where it was like, remember when you were a kid and you were watching Muppet Babies and they were like, Johnny Carson joke, and you were like, who's that guy? So like now we have this whole new gen, like that world is gone now. It has yeah. moved on. Just a new new generation of kids who, who do experience this, they'll read Letterman and be like, who's the Letterman? Who's the, the mailman? The, is the, 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 it's the mailman, right? The Letterman. It's like they also have a moment where they actually address the alien speaking, like, or not speaking or speaking English when they're just like, this is like in Star Trek where they speak English or whatever. And I was like, I think that's why like I was sucked into the books because I was like, oh, these kids are nerds. I'm a nerd. I'm lonely. Like, I'm just going to keep reading these. (laughs) It does really, it's almost in a way not talking down to kids. Like, you understand this shit. Let's move on to the fun things. Let's talk about how uh, the the giant space galactic confederacy that's coming. Well, exactly. it, it really uses that, uh, that, that, that prior knowledge to a device like any kid at this point has seen in some shape or form Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know? So like hearing that being like, I get it. I get what they're talking about. Like we use that all the time when we absorb media and this is what this book did. They were like, oh, these kids will know this thing. So we'll just go ahead and throw that right on there. 
I think RL is just randomly guessing sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know. There's a comic book called Green Dinosaur Man. Is that a thing? I don't know. Green Dinosaur Man. <laughs> well, do you do you remember that episode where we were reading? Uh, and uh, I th- we're we're pretty f- yes. we're pretty sure that he guessed X Force. Yeah, he just said the read X Force comics. <laughs> like that is a real book. <laughs> There's no way RL knows who Cannonball is. There's no way. <laughs> Or Puck. Or Puck. I refuse to allow it. Oh, my God. They, these books get dark, and they get dark fast. <laughs> oh, the, the, bo- well, the body count of this book is nuts. Like, this first book, even, like, no major characters, but uh, in the later escape, there's, like, 20 refugees who all get killed by fireballs. And this is this actually leads me to my first question, is speaking of uh, the, the alien they're talking to, this Andalite, I believe it was, like, Prince Elfangor something, 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 something. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess he just has one of the Andalite morphing cubes in his ship. I guess that makes sense. I don't really know why he has it. But here's my first major question. So he crash lands, right? And he tells these kids, like, we got ambushed and our ships crashed. And there's already an interesting timeline of, like, there's no more helps coming for a year. And by then your ship's going to, your your planet's going to be lost, right? It's an, it's, and it's already kind of laying the groundworks for, like, a season of a TV show. Uh but he goes, okay, so you guys maybe can fight back with this technology that's very guarded. Here's my first question. Why didn't they just tell the government? Oh, because he was, yeah, he was worried about the Yerks being part of the government. That's yeah. why he, like, picked kids, because I guess there's something about, wasn't there something about kids where, like, kids couldn't be Yerks, had to be adults? That might be a thing later on, but no, they're no, because even in this book, they're trying to turn Cassie into one. That's so. right, yeah. Well, right. no, here's what I'm saying. Like, not like just send the message. I'm saying Andalite ships are just broadcast over over Letterman. Hello, <laughs> I am a blue horseman. No uh, way, dude. Heads up, aliens are real. Yurks are here. You check everyone's ears. Check everyone's check ears. Everyone's yeah. ears. <laughs> you trust Bill Clinton with that information? <laughs> I, I mean, at least Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't Bill Clinton the one to ask about aliens? Like, wasn't he like, I don't know if aliens are real, whatever. It was He's he's very he's very glib about that. We we cover that in our sister podcast, Paranoia Shop. We do talk about Bill will just openly talk about conspiracies. Uh, he will. Bill, yeah, well, because he uh, he looks like a dude who's seen an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bill would be one of he would not be a Yerk. Not to get political. <laughs> Bill would not be a Yerk. He well, might he, be one he, of the ones who knows the secret. He could he could be a Yerk. Anyone could be a Yerk. That's true. That's fucking right. Because Including. it's it's uh, also taken from Star Trek. Yeah, listen to Al Fangor, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I could be I could be pulling this from anamorph like fan fiction instead of actual books. But I believe later in the series they say that the Yerk like can flatten itself down yes. and kind of creep into no, all does. the crevices right. of your brain. Oh my god! Yeah, so no, it's just they, like they all up in there. Down. They don't like go into your brain. They just like get flattened. Oh, they make me sick. Yeah, it's it's very gross to picture. I mean, here here's some things that are, that are hid in this book. And by the way, a lot of stuff happens for our first book. Like the general beats of it are: find out that aliens are real. Immediately realize that Jake, our main character of this book's brother, is one of them is possessed by an alien. You find out very quickly, and it's, like, dark. There is a beat. Yeah, I guess it was all... I guess kids could... could. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe I was thinking of Stargate. I don't know, well, man. Well, you just... They had plot armor where you wouldn't want to get a lot of kids changed. Yeah. Also, probably not strategically advantaged to be like, I am 12, and I'm working for the aliens. Yeah. Like, what is that gonna, <laughs> we got a good insight in on uh, Miss Tiffany's uh, sixth grade class, guys. We got really good infiltration on the uh, crayons. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they going to do? Their principal was one. Yeah, the Their principal's principal one. was one. I remember my favorite thing about, like the Yerks being in their like everyday life was when they infiltrated a McDonald's 
And they asked, they would walk up, and the, p- the people that they knew they were Yerks, the Yerk pool where the Yerks actually have to leave their host and regenerate, was underneath the McDonald's. And to get there, they had to tell the people working there that they wanted a happy meal with extra happy. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. But I remember that so clearly because it was so weird. Super, uh, super discreet. You know, Holly. no one's going to ask a question when you order that. Be like extra happy. I know exactly. Ho- yeah. Holly, real talk. Did you ever actually go up to a, a McDonald's and ask for that and see what happened? No, though I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I still can. Yeah, can. there's, there's. So this is all the heavy things again that happen. Not only do you find out that the brothers possessed. Uh, and that the aliens are already amongst everyone. You find out that yerk pools are a thing, which are these massive stadium-sized, like, hot tubs. They're just hell. They describe it as hell. Underneath the town, where humans are uh, uh, taken down there, and like you said, Holly, their host has to uh, be given up every three days to, like, splash around in the pool. Yeah, otherwise the yerk dies. But during that time, the host's regain consciousness and are screaming and like screaming and thrown in cages yeah and go through abuse and like uh and just go through torture so their that's, lives are that's, hell that's scarier than any goosebumps book. oh totally it kind of sounds like it's, about science well, oh dude the part where they say oh yeah we have this youth group type religious thing that you can tell yes. come to called the sharing yes it's called it's like a youth group it was so scary <laughs> <laughs> There's there's a great like beat where I realize that Jake's brother Tom, who he already suspects is is a yerk, is just doing full on I'm an alien narc, where he's like, "Hey there, brother, I'm gonna play some video games with you. Did you kids hear anything about that alien crash last yeah. night? You would you would tell me, bro, right? Like, and they're like, no, no, Tom, we haven't heard anything. He's like, and then at one point, Tom tries to get Jake to come to the sharing because obviously it means you'll just get your head replaced with a yerk. And there's this horrifying moment where Tom's face, like, loses control. The Yerk loses control, and suddenly his brother's horrified face looks back at him going, like, no. And before the Yerk, like, snaps back to control of him, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's real. That's real. That's why it's scary. <laughs> this book is, these book series is really fucked up. That's what we're trying to get yeah. at, I think. Oh, it, and it gets so much worse. Like, well, I mean, get, oh my god! Pr- pretty early on, I mean, you know, when we meet the dying alien. Yes. Uh, this happens. I've I've taken a screenshot. Oh, please! Got, I'll read a little expert here. Uh, the alien shook his big head slowly, side to side. Not like me. <laughs> then he cried out in pain, a silent sound that echoed horribly inside my mind. For a moment. I had actually felt him dying. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a children's book. Oh, this is why it's the best <laughs> well, thing in the world. this isn't a children's book. This is young adult at its finest. Yeah, oh. no, yeah. If, if I may point out, Dom, a chapter later, as they run away from the construction site and the Yerks are looking for them, Jake trips over a homeless man who goes, hey, leave me alone. You don't have anything to steal from me. Jake leaves the homeless man there and then talks about how he's pretty sure the alien just killed that guy. Oh my god! Like, there's a massive death toll in this book. I also like that they have two ways home, and this ultimately decides in them becoming animorphs as they decide to take the the darker road. So the one way is easy and safe. Oh, the other, right. the other one is uh, through an abandoned construction site, which <laughs> to me will forever read as guys out in an open lot building something and then just one construction worker runs up and goes, somebody call the cops! <laughs> and then they like pack everything they can up and they split. It's like an illegal construction? <laughs> they were like, we were building a bank, an illegal bank! 
I just want to share some other ideas about this book that are just kind of kind of crazy. Uh, and all props to the Applegate. The best thing about this that I think is really cool is usually in sci-fi, the writers always try to find someone to make, you know, these aliens are all fighting over humanity for energon, like some ener- energy resource, or there's something about humanity that's just really valuable to these alien races. It's established in this first book that the reason why the Yerks are conquering now this race, like they've moved on from other ones, they already have like some, sh- you know, the hork to fight for them, they have these like taxon worm things that like eat bodies. They just want humans for body count. Like, they say there's nothing really special about humans, but boy, oh boy, we could sure put a lot of yurks in them. Yeah. They're, like, they're like the mega apartment complexes of alien races. They're pretty, that's a pretty real and dark thing for yes. sci-fi, right? It's just cattle. It's, 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 it's dark for young adults, but very real and in tone for sci-fi. Right, <laughs> right yeah. exactly. Uh, I will also give this... Uh, series credit. Uh, Holly, I don't know how you feel. I think hork are the coolest alien idea in the series. Oh, yeah. They're super cool. And then later on, um, in one of the books, they make a, like, uh, I don't It's not like... A, they make, like, a preserve for them, like a hork preserve on Earth, where they, like, the ones that are freed from Yerks can just, like, live and be, like, cool bird blade monsters. Oh, you were so into those bird things. They're, like, bird knife dragons. I think they're, like, dragonborn with blades kind yeah. of thing. No, their best, their best detail that they cover in the hork Chronicles, which you can read. That, that was is, the one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is you find out that the hork were like vegetarians, even though yeah. they're just these giant things with blades, and that they use the blades to climb trees and cut off bark and eat it. But the, but the, but the Yurks found out, oh, we can just turn these things into killing machines. It's a really cool like subversion of an alien race and perversion of them. You oh, know what's funny is that I didn't realize that the first cover didn't feature... A uh, girl turning into a lion on it, right? Isn't that like I, I the anamorphs image? Yeah, I believe I believe it's Jake lion? turning into a little iguana, which is not nearly yeah, as no, marketable. No, oh, it's cares? a green anole. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very specific. <laughs> that you will believe in this book that a boy can become a two foot tall lizard. Well, that's how they lure you in. It's like, hey, this is just a little adventure. Surprise. Well, let me ask you this question: How do you feel about this? Which I had forgotten was a concept. The anamorphs when they morph can morph their clothes with them. It's smart smart for the writer to establish that. So they don't always have to put on clothes every time and be naked? But to, not, to never have to speak about nudity in your children's book. But, but, but that means like you have some Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. That are in your feathers. That are in your feathers, like in your skin, <laughs> shuffling around in your body, and then when you morph back... They come outside of your innards oh, and turn back into Oshkosh Bagas oh, there's, there's no way that you get the morphing ability and and like momentarily lose the sensation of like your body, <laughs> like the feeling. There, there's no way that they're like, hey guys, here's the morphing ability and here's the morphing ability that will make it so that you're numb during it. Like oh, no, that, that will not happen. It was like, well, here's the morphing ability. Good luck. And don't forget the the like the two hour thing too, which totally blows. And in the first yeah. book, the first book already already Tobias goes over the two hours and is stuck as a hawk forever. Oh, yeah, yeah at the, the end of the, the book, the, he's stuck. He's stuck as a hawk count forever. Rises. <laughs> yeah, and and like it's so sad too. Like I, like I have it up if you want me to read it. It's please, so sad. Please. Because I had like a huge crush on Tobias because uh, he was a bird. I, I feel that, Holly. I feel and that. I mean, and also cute, but he was also a bird, you know. I was all about <laughs> Rachel, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, like, like here's Jake talking to Tobias. He says, Come on, Tobias. I said again, morph back. Jake in brackets. 
I just, uh, just come on, back to human now, dude, no more flying tonight. I hid in the cavern for a while, he said. They didn't see me, but I had to stay out of sight till I could get out. Jake, it took too long, too long, more than two hours. I just stared at him, his laser-focused eyes, and his wa- er, at his wicked beak and sharp talons, and at his wings. At the broad, powerful wings that let him fly. I guess this is me from now on, Tobias said. I knew there were tears falling down my cheeks, but I didn't care anymore. That's what Jake said. <laughs> That's the first book. <laughs> That's the first book. And then, to- and then Tobias says, it's okay, Jake. Like you said, we're alive. Like, oh my, like now oh Tobias man. can never go home. He can never go nope. home. He is a hawk forever. Do they ever cover his parents being like, have you guys seen our boy? Have you seen Tobias? Yeah, oh, they, they, cover, they cover his parents. I did a little bit of reading. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about little it research. I forget. Huge spoilers. It's so, oh, it's so messed up. Uh, being a dog, being a dog is almost useless, right? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not doing the show like in in the first book. They this is also what I love about them. They're so savvy. They go, okay, we have animorph technology. Anyone we touch, we can turn into. And they just immediately go to going to the zoo, going to the zoo, touching all the dangerous animals. They're like, I want an elephant. I want a tiger. I yeah. want a and they're just like getting the stuff. Yeah, Cassie's parents are vets, so like yeah. in the books, like they still have a good like amount of animals and, to choose from yeah you could once you once you've added it to your uh collection you can go into a mode at any time i believe oh yeah but, there's like a whole book where they like do they're like cockroaches and it's just horrible it's just horrible that's my favorite detail of uh this first book is that this alien has like a fatal wound and she's like maybe we can get cassie's parents they're vets oh yeah <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah, they'll know how to work on an alien wait, creature. Wait, wait, Dom, you are blowing a major logic hole in this story. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I forgot about this. If you are injured and you morph, you get rid of your injuries. Yeah, yeah, you this do. A, he could have well, just morphed. Mid-morph. He was mid-morph. But like, he was half... Elfangor was mid-morph when he was dying? Well, he was half deer, half... Alien. No, that's his normal that's mode. That's his normal, normal mode, form, right? Yeah. Okay, so then he was normal. So mode. theoretically, Elf Angor could be like, I'm, I'm dying. All right, hold on. Though. I'm going to turn into a seal. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm good. So, so I have to... Uh, Holly, do you know the, the, the main lore of these books and, and, and Fangor, who's, who, who I can't help but think of the name Elrond? Yeah, no, I know, Elrond. yeah. Right? Um, <clears throat> do, we, do, you know, do you know Fangor's secret... I, I mean, I, I, how, I, I, is this how spoiler you're holding this on to? This is huge. This no, is huge. I mean, we both read it, so go ahead and drop that bomb. Unless uh, gonna... so, so, so Fangor is Tobias's dad. Yes, what? that's right. What? I don't remember that at all. How? Yeah, I don't know, but that means that he saw his son and was like, I won't tell you I'm your, oh, I'm your father. Goodbye. Because Tobias was like, I want to hang out with him for a little bit longer. I yes, don't know that's why. Right. Yeah. What? Tobias was way into it. Wait, Elfangor like, came down and like made love to a woman? Apparently. That kind of remember that. Yeah, that was way later in the books. Okay. I just read that. I just I read that I also feel online. like that was maybe part of the Andalite Chronicles. I don't remember. That makes sense. In, in those moments uh, that he could have met his father, uh, this was <laughs> shouted. This was shouted. No, I cried. You can't die. You're the first alien to ever come to Earth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's important. That's what's important. Wait, 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 wait. That is great. Holly, let's just hit these guys with horrifying dark things that happen in this book series besides okay. a child not I do his have I, if you okay how about you hit them with a horrifying dark one and then I have to hit them with my favorite 
one. Like, my, okay. it's not horrifying and dark, but it is like, it's just so crazy. Okay, this is my favorite thing of the whole series. Uh, later on, I mean, again, this is serialized, it gets heavy. Uh, the war escalates to the point where it started to become like well known amongst humans. And the Animorphs are like, we need more numbers because we're getting killed. We're just getting rocked really hard. And they find an Andalite cube to be able to give the power for more people to Animorph. What do they do? They go to like a children's hospital for terminally ill kids and go, hi, we're the Animorphs. Look at what we can do. Would you guys like to help us fight aliens? Here, touch this Animorphing cube. What? And you guys can either stay here cooped up in these hospital you know with your missing limbs and injuries and sort of things or you can come and fly and fight with us yeah, and, it heals and they all them. sign up wait it heals them it's some, it's some it heals some of them some of them like for some reason they have their injuries healed when they go back so like i can walk now and some of them are like i don't know for some reason i'm still in a wheelchair but god i love the those. ones who had cancer yeah yeah they, yeah but like so, but some of them like just throw their bodies on the cause it's crazy yeah that's no that's that's it's pretty dark it's pretty cool though too holly holly what's yours so, other than, like, all the weird... I mean, yeah, the, the they also end up time-traveling quite a oh, few God. times, actually. Oh, God. Yeah, quite they a few times. Um, but my favorite book... Hold on, I have to bring it up, because it is just... While, while my gosh. Up, while you're pulling it up, I forgot. They time-travel, and they go back to World War II, and yes. the Animorphs meet Hitler. What? Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> the Animorphs meet Hitler, but it's, like, before... The, uh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> it would require extensive backstory, but they like meet Hitler, but he's still like a low level grunt in the army, and he's just like a guy driving a cab, and they're like, "We gotta kill Hitler!" Like, we can't. He's not bad yet. We gotta kill Hitler. Um. So, my favorite book of the entire series is book fourteen, The Unknown. Okay. Now. I'm looking. I found a, I actually found a blog called Cinnamon Buns uh, on Blogspot. <laughs> who thankfully, who thankfully uh, did some of the groundwork for me on this book. But oh man, this book is just, jeez. I, I where do I even start? So, <laughs> in this book, they find out about Zone Ninety One, which is just a like fictional version of Area Fifty One. Okay. And this woman named like Crazy Helen or something is like telling them about Zone 91, how there's aliens and how they need to go there. And like this whole book is just like it's a it's like it's a comedy, like an honest to God, like comedy. The Yerks start infesting horses like a horse, a horse like dials a phone. <laughs> the like, most dangerous of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And so and they end up at the Zone 91 and um, <laughs> the the guy they like. I don't exactly remember what happens, but here's a part where they, they're at Zone 91 and they've turned back into themselves and they kind of like get caught and they're like at, like, because they had to unmorph. But so they, the people at this like secret base just find these kids and they go, we're going to call your folks. Maybe they'll appreciate your sense of humor. I watched over Marco's, Marco's shoulder as he wrote down Fox Mulder. Then he followed it by a phone number. <laughs> Rachel identified herself as Dana, Dana Scully. <laughs> and I drew total blank. See, I don't really watch the X-Files. I think we're, we're Rachel. I think, yeah. Or no, sorry, we're Cassie. We're Cassie. Oh, that makes sense. Cassie would watch yeah, that yeah. stuff. The captain stared at me. I held the pen poised over the paper and sweated. Uh, what name? What name? Uh, don't you know your own name? Oh, that's my name. It's Cindy. Uh, Cindy Crawford. 
Cindy Crawford <laughs> wardrobe demanded? What are you nuts? Me, me, how about you? Like so they make up these names. <laughs> the guy who is in charge of Area 51 or Zone 91 has never heard of the X-Files, apparently. Or Cindy and, Crawford. Like, yeah, and, and eventually they I believe they end up at a theme park somehow. <laughs> of course. Like Yeah, the Gardens Amusement Park. I'm saying it. Yep. Yeah, they end up at a theme park. And um, pretend to be like animatronics. I don't even remember. But, what? Yeah. No, it's so crazy. Like, like here's the sergeant. They turn into horses and and they get out as horses. Um, hold on, I'm trying to. Find and then and then the guy who runs the carnival is like, these are the best horses I've ever seen. Well, here's yeah. they got to go in the carnival. How'd you boys okay, like so, a job for life? <laughs> so here's, here's the big reveal after they after all this like nonsense house it happens. It's nonsense. They axe, who is our Andalite friend who they meet later on, who I believe is the son of Elfangor. Am I crazy? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here they had, they did have a piece of Andalite technology at zone 91. And what they thought it was is they thought it was like a weapon or, and that's why the Yerks were trying to get it. And the Animorphs were trying to get it. Now here's, here's the end of the book where Axe tells them what it is. Okay. This is Axe talking. It's a disposable module of a type used in the old days on the first generation of Andalite dome ships. When the modules were used up, they were jettisoned into space. They were supposed to be aimed towards a star, so they'd burn yes. up without a trace. Yes. This one must have just drifted through space, eventually being caught by Earth's gravity. Yes. So it's a space engine. It's a weapon? No, of course not. It's, well, this is a bit embarrassing. It's an Andalite dome ship's modular waste disposal system. Oh my God. For about a full minute, no one what? said anything. Then Marco spoke. You're telling me the most secret place on Earth, the fabled Zone 91, the holy grail of conspiracy nuts, is hiding the secret of an Andalite toilet. <laughs> oh, my yep. God. Oh, no. That's amazing. Yep. I this love is only that. 14 books in, and she's this throwing out just like... This is 14 books in. Uh, she's, she's like... You this Whatever book, you know, it ain't nothing. This book is gold. Like there, it is so funny. I just remember laughing so hard. So yeah, Holy uh, shit. it's amazing. Well, the, the description in the center of the Wikipedia is like just like there's lines in it that are hilarious. Like they need horse morphs from the racetrack. They're nearly caught by the staff, and Cassie morphs into Minneapolis Max, great horse name, a champion <laughs> stallion. Yes. The animals jockey assumes Cassie is the real horse, causing Cassie to be caught up in a race, which she wins. And then the next sentence. Yes. The Animorphs are now ready to infiltrate Zone 91. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cassie goes through her training montage with some random oh, jockey. Well, so after, a, after you're a winning horse. Why did they say horse, their name was like Mulder and Scully? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what? After you're a winning horse, they'll let you anywhere. Yeah. You know? So They're like, oh, let him into Zone 91. I want to meet that horse. Oh, that's Minneapolis Max. Oh, let him in. Get him in here. Oh, you're just taking pictures with it? I, yo. I'm in a horse right now. I'm going to fuck that horse. Yo, I might. I might do it. I'm a horse right now. Oh, my God. God. It's so good. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, Uh, final final thoughts on the Animorph series. uh, uh, I'll let you guys go for... I'll I'll say this. I kind of want to start rereading Animorphs. It's better than Goosebumps. It is way better. (laughs) The end of the first book ends with an amazing cliffhanger of we saved some girl from the Yerk Pool... Uh, it's real, real great. I, my other final thought I'll say is there's a detail that I wanted to ask you guys before we move on is in the yerk pool, they, again, they mentioned that when you have your yerk come out of your head, you're put in like a cage to uh, wait while the yerk like swims around and, you know, replenishes itself. And most of them like scream like they're in hell. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's any humans who've been like, finally, I got control of my body after three days? Time to fast jerk it, and they're just like <laughs> real. 
That's immediately where my mind was going. <laughs> That's like, like fifty, like fifty cycles in of like the yurt coming out of your head. You're like, all right, I got like, I got, I got some time. I know I can oh, do it. I can do it. This yeah. this yurt just don't know how to tug. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me, Hork Bajir. Don't look at me. <laughs> Let a real man do it. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's oh, my that's my final. Man I'm gonna, is I'm, horrible. I'm going to start rereading Animorphs. Uh, Dom, <laughs> Dom, how did you feel about this? Uh, man, uh, this is uh, so the di- the big difference and uh, 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 the 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 model from now on obviously was to set up a bigger world with your first book, mm-hmm. so that each book could dilly dally while still serving the mythos. Yes. Right, right, um, right. However, now looking at two series, Goosebumps. And uh, uh, Animorphs here. It kind of makes you realize a little thing or two about children's writing. You know, J.K. Rowling has really created a universe for children to go ahead and be like, oh, this person is like a Hufflepuff. It's like new astrology, right? Sure. It's like astrology. It's like simplified astrology for children. Mm -hmm. And now that's how people will grow up. Maybe. I mean, I, f- I feel like Food when we were thought. teenagers, uh, Holly and I were totally just declaring ourselves uh, Yorks or Herkwajir or whatever. That it just carries on. Is all I'm saying. Right, right. I think this uh, was a, I think this was a good way for people to uh, to figure out what animal lived inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, as we go around, what's everyone's animal? By the way, Dom, we know you're going to be a bee, right? Wolf. You're going to be a wolf. Yeah, a wolf. with N- NWO spray painted on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I want to be a turtle. Really? Yeah, they live for a long time, and they can bite real hard. Oh, yeah, you get to, no one would know, like, this isn't a threat. It's just no, a turtle. Not why, why would you choose turtle over tortoise? What? <laughs> yeah, tortoises live much longer than turtles. Oh, that's what I meant. Whatever. <laughs> it's too late, Paul. You've said it. Oh, no, I'm cursed to be a turtle from... Oh, man. Come on, dude. You don't know the difference. Turtles are tougher, dude. Whatever. That'd actually be a great retirement plan for aliens with Andalite technology. Like, oh, I'm getting kind of old. Grandpa only has a couple years left. Like, why don't we just... I guess he'll turn into a tortoise, and he'll just drift out into the ocean and live the next 60 years. You ever read about Lonesome George? What's Lonesome George? I think that's his name. He's like the last of the Galapagos tortoises. He died off a Oh, yeah. Ago. I remember that. Ah. Yeah. I'm just bringing that up because people should read about it because it's kind of a little interesting. Hold on. I'm and looking at think that, that happened within the last five years. I don't years, know if so. I believe you that tortoises live longer. <laughs> T- okay. Tortoises live longer okay, than okay, turtles. Okay, Paul, yes, if you want to play fast and loose with your animorph choice, that's fine, man. <laughs> hey, man, you guys got to pick. You can't be sitting there thinking about it the whole time. You Who's bigger? Who's bigger? <laughs> that's all you need to know. And, Holly, do you want to lock down on Drunk Bird or what? I mean, I I always thought that being the hawk was cool because you had really good eyesight. Like, yeah. It was, it, was always, it was always used for an owl. You could see at night. Like, that's yes. also cool. Oh, you know, any place like... Uh, anything that could get you into like secret places like area 51 like as long as you could like find out all the secrets that'd be a pretty good animal form a bird is a great a a bird is a great choice though for somebody who wants to infiltrate stuff yeah Yeah. if somebody was like what is that be like ah it's just a bird yeah plus you can fly which is amazing like yeah yeah. There you go. Who's, got, who's that going through that filing cabinet? Uh, it's just a bird. It's just a bird. It's just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, he can't fucking read. Who's that stealing, stealing all that cash? It's just a bird. Uh, we watched, uh, I, well, I watched, and I know Chad watched it recently. I watched a great episode of television dealing with birds recently. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, the Crow-Fessors episode of China, Illinois. Oh, so good. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, watch it. Holly, watch you'll that. love it. Yeah. It's all birds going to school, becoming students. Amazing. Oh, that's great. Uh, here's here's a question I'm going to throw out here, by the way, because we're talking about transformations. 
let's so the way anamorph technology works, right, is you think about the animal real long and hard, and then you'll turn into it after you've you know absorbed its DNA. Yeah. But it's like you have to just picture it in your head, and then your body, I guess, will just let it happen. Do you think there's ever like a time where like you picture the animal, but like kind of wrong? Or you're like picturing a cat and you picture Garfield and then you, <laughs> you turn into like a Garfield cat. And you become it, like CG Garfield. <laughs> yeah, you become the CG Bill Murray Garfield. Just walking into the Yerk pool like, well, what's going on, guys? Uh, there's, a, there's a Talking Head song about this. What? Yeah, it's called Seen But Not Seen. Yeah. It's about changing your face the wrong way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about about actually being, about that. Becoming the, the, the thing you want you think you want to be. Oh, that's right. I believe there's uh, Animorphs actually gives direct credit to the Flaming Lips. <laughs> yeah. The flaming lips. Oh, flaming the lips. flaming lips. Talking heads. Whatever. All right, two way different. Uh, uh, <laughs> the descendants. Whatever. All the same things. <laughs> the Melvins. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Guys, any other uh, final thoughts? I mean, like Holly, you uh, are our expert on this thing. Is there anything else that we should know? I think we're gonna have some new readers of animorphs from this podcast. Yeah, as as we should. I mean, I I was amazing. It was like my childhood. It was my escape. And you know, the show was not great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I watched the show and I wish I had read a book for once. This yeah, was yeah. terrible. Because the show was real bad, and uh, yeah, the books. I thought the books were great. Um, sh- oh, can I just talk about real quick the show? Yes. The directing is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just didn't shoot enough cool shit. So I think what they were trying to do was add style to it. So they do these weird moments where they they cut the slow mo inappropriately all the time. Uh, it's always when they're like examining someone. So I guess it's appropriate. But they do these like zoom ins, like they like just like it's like. Weird, like hyper MTV editing. That's not good. It's yeah. terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Sounds I don't even good. think like it seems also that they took like one take and they were just like, it's good. Like they yeah, just they, like didn't yeah. even try. They, yeah, they did one take and they were like, well, we gotta get this like from another angle. They're like, just zoom in on the person's face and <laughs> right. make it slow motion. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, the, the show also did a moment that has stuck with me that I actually used in my daily job a couple of months ago. Okay. Uh, so the show I write on, uh, not a, a giant spoiler of it, but at some point, uh, it's also about a secret world that you know kids are trying to uncover, bad guys and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, the kids realize one of their teachers is essentially the, the principal from Animorphs. Like, oh, uh-huh. he's actually working with the bad guys. So we needed an interesting way for the teachers to realize uh, by like see a, see someone working with the aliens and then realize it's their principal later in the in the show. They do this exactly, and I definitely was referencing it when we did it. Oh, the show! The, the show has thing? this really fucking ridiculous moment where, when the kids are hanging out and hiding in the construction yard, they don't see the principal. It They're hiding legs. in like a sewer pipe, and all they see is a man walk by, and do a strange, uh, unnatural scratch of the back <laughs> of his leg with Chad. his shoe. Chad, I love yes. that you're bringing this up because I was watching it and I was like. Huh, that's really not threatening of a thing of a evil <laughs> villain to do. But they like they just watch that. And that's all he can see is this guy just scratching the back of his calf with his other foot. Yep. And then later, while he's in the cafeteria, he sees his principal do that, and he goes, "Oh shit, that was the principal!" <laughs> and that has been burned into my brain as a really awkward. And now I use it in the TV the show I work part on. Too, Chad, is they do that like they like set this up so they can find it out, but then they go to the. To the to like the construction yard where all this stuff happened. The abandoned. And the principal is just running around managing the cleanup operation like after school, just like being like, clean this up, clean that up, like yelling at everybody. I'm like, they could, they yeah, because he's a controller, dude. I know, I know. Happy milk, extra happy. 
Dude, <laughs> extra, extra happy. Yeah, get that extra happy, baby. Also, watch out for youth groups and religions, oh, I guess. Well, see, that, that really spoke to me, because my town was extremely, like, conservative and full of youth groups. Like, the biggest club on campus was, like, the Christian club, and, like, okay. they thought our D&D club was, like, doing sacrifices and stuff. So, like... Uh-huh. To me, like, coming from that town, I was like, when I was really young, I was like, they're all yerks. It was just like, let's play pretend. Everyone's a yerk. Everyone's a controller. Yeah, they're all from the sharing. Yep. And it was just, like, kind of cathartic. I was just like, yeah, they're all just aliens. It's fine. It might have saved your life. It's just incredible hearing you use something from Animorphs in your life because we read Goosebumps uh, every episode, and I can see zero things that are, uh, <laughs> goosebumps in apply to your life in any shape or form. Uh, I don't know, Dom. All the time, I just see random masks lying around, and I'm like, I'm not putting those on. Well, that's yeah. a good idea. That's a very good idea. You yeah, might get lice. Yeah, I learned not to go into like haunted uh, amusement parks. You know? I oh, for that sure. Out. Also, yeah. like, ha- also, like that. There's like a lot of ways to scare people. Like, I felt like I would like goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark were like two of the same like thing yes. and yeah. those that's what i got from those but like animorphs was like a lifestyle yes <laughs> yeah it sounds it like it Ad- animorphs was great uh the tv show when i was when i just started watching it. the only great part was that they like the intro song was oh, like we're even. gonna capitalize on the goosebumps thing like they tried to go for that feel and then it just turns into like a rage against the machine song i can i remember that i remember the intro song i can give you my own rendition of it it was yep it was, was terrible. Amazing. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I remember. I, I watched the whole show. I watched every episode. So I was like, I just love the books. It's Maybe it'll get better. It didn't. It didn't. Hey, get I forced myself way through it. I'm going to start rereading Animorphs again. I really am. After that last one, it was so fun to get into. Yeah, I, I miss it. I, I was like looking on eBay. I was like, I just want to buy them all again and just have them just like uh-huh. in my house. And set up like a hallway. Yeah, people just come in and I'm, they're like, oh, is that every Animorphs book? I'm like, why, yes, it is. <laughs> Isn't your day rejuvenated? Yeah. I couldn't, help but notice, break in. I couldn't help but notice that your entire front yard is just paved with Animorphs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why come in? You uh, live in an Animorphs house. <laughs> like a, a strong gust of wind will blow this place over. <laughs> Folks, if you enjoy the show, if you like Goosebuds, if you like listening to our voices, a great way to support Goosebuds is by leaving an iTunes review. Open mm. iTunes. Go to the iTunes store. Let it freeze for a second while it connects <laughs> and loads all of the artwork and things it's trying to sell you. Then search for Goosebuds and hit review and leave your own. And I've got one right here that I want to read. Please read and- Perhaps you could have your own red. This one uh, is, uh, it says, Five Stars for Remembering Space Brat by the Z-Mage. <laughs> they remembered that Space Brat existed. <laughs> five out of five stars. Space Brat was my favorite. He was very, very good. Or Space Brat, whatever you want to say. Space Brat. Yeah, Space Brat. Uh, I'll, read, um, I'll read one by... Uh, Barefoot and afraid, and uh, he says, "Please quit. It's getting expensive." And he says, "The classic <laughs> tales of goosebumps, written by our slandered all father, read by Don Paul and Chad, will never fail to be endlessly entertaining." However, the talks of Jim Carrey, Swamp Things, Cullings, and 9/11 jokes, quote, not about the victims, only about other things that happened on that day, never failed to spook my socks off. One star for each remaining sock that I own. 
And there's nothing more scary than the reality of what 9-11 really And the other things that happened that day because people had to live their normal but banal lives that forget, day. Forget the violent horror. Just think about the actual occasion. Chad, do you have one you want to read here? I do have one I would like to read. Uh, I think this is a great way to describe it. Uh, this is... From Saturday AM Showdown Pod. I hope that's about Sonic the Hedgehog, the cartoon <laughs> series, uh, since that's a shorthand for it. And their review says, Cold War heroes Dom, Paul, and Chad take down partisan lines. Written mm. as of a newspaper mm. headline. Mm. Uh, and this is a bit of a good one. It goes, look, in the 90s, we had a different sort of Cold War. Sure, Gorbachev tore down that wall. <laughs> when that was over, we all, as a species, went looking for much more awesome and pretty and petty things to argue about. This sounds like a review for Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> you had to choose oh, a side. Dom, um, you wait. You, you, you <laughs> wait. You had to choose a side. Tamagotchi or Gigapets? Digimon or Pokemon? Coke or Pepsi? Sega or Nintendo? Legos or the obviously inferior Mega Blocks? That wasn't a and, choice, yeah. Mm, that, wasn't, that, was a, that was an easy win. And finally, a cold war going on upon the shelves of the Scholastic Book Fair. Goosebumps or Animorphs? I'll admit, I was an Animorphs kid, partially because I liked aliens and junk, also because my parents wouldn't let me read Goosebumps because the cover of Night of the Living Dummy was too scary. <laughs> the the, fa- the, the, the face of a dummy. The but, people but being, like, flayed apart in Animorphs. Yeah, yeah, Animorphs is way more fucked up. A man is slowly eaten apart by giant tentacles and teeth. A dude steps on shit and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> He goes on to continue, but now, because of the Goosebuds, I have a chance to relive a part of the 90s I missed. Because they've torn down the wall decades later, I can put down the Animorphs for a bit and read a little Goosebumps until you listen to this episode. Yeah, they're going to so love sorry. this episode. Uh, what I'm basically saying is, Dom, Paul, and Chad did the equivalent of tearing down the Berlin Wall. Yeah, I went there. What, is Zombie Reagan going to come out and teach me a history lesson? Later, nerds. Keep on Goosebudsin'. Rides off on a motorcycle made of bones. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that review. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the other ones we see, it means a lot to us. Or you can also just tell your friend about the show by word of mouth or on Twitter. We're on Twitter at GooseBudsPod. We see you guys always tweeting about it. Uh, people like uh, Logan Long, Spencer Stearns, Magic Steve, Keith the Robo Duke, and Kodiak. I see guys like that all tweeting about the show. It means a lot to tell friends. We love all of you for listening. Uh, also, a few things you should check out. Uh, a hot new thing from the Goosebuds family, I would say, is Paperback Paradise. No, oh, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Dom, you want to talk about that at all? You, yeah, I don't know. If you go to paperback-paradise.com, you can find a place to follow that in many a form. <laughs> Some Who's crazy man. Involved? Some Who crazy man, man is uh, re-editing covers to old paperback books, and it's pretty great. It's so wild. Thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they posted one that was a a bootleg of uh, Animorphs, actually called Humanomorphs. Oh, awesome! Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check so, that one out. Check that out. Uh, and of course, all the other stuff uh, you can check out. Uh, you check out Continue Show. Uh, what else should we be plugging? You can check out Paranoia Shop. I swear to God, we'll make a new episode of it soon. Uh, and you can check out Holly's stuff. Holly, do you want to tell everyone where they can find all of your amazing things? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just Commander Holly everywhere except for Twitter. On Twitter, I'm Holly Conrad. Cause who, who the hell has Commander name. Holly? Yeah, what the fuck? I, c- I could have taken Commander Holly, but Holly Conrad got verified, so I can't really like change it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Once so you get fine. the check. I could change. I probably could change, but like whatever. I mean... It's 
I didn't realize we were talking to a check park person. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're verified. <laughs> oh yeah, you're, you're, you're we're really you're really listening to Holly. Like, real real person. I never I never click on the like little verified thing at all because I'm like I feel like Does it's, it do it's something? like yeah. There's a little you get what? another tab that says what? verified. So what? What? You, so it's only verified people talking to you? Breaking, what? breaking yeah. news! Breaking news! What? I didn't know about this! What? So there's a whole other world! There's a, there's a part of the internet they're keeping from us! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you Wait, only dumb, get dumb. it. You have to turn into a championship horse, and we'll get in there. <laughs> I'm on it! <laughs> oh my god, it's horrifying. It's all like horse penis first. It's just a horse penis coming out of Dom's all head. All I knew was the penis. <laughs> That's just horrifying. Yeah, you can. It's fine. Everything will be fine. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm sorry. I never use was... it though. Like I just, I just clicked on it. I never click on it. And someone, I didn't even realize like WikiHow. I guess it tweeted. I'm like, why did WikiHow tweet at me? I mean, thank you, WikiHow. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. I bet that's how the new president is selected by the at Twitter verifieds. They all meet in secret. I had that realization today. I saw a tweet from at Barack Obama, and I was like, what the hell is this? Isn't he at POTUS? And I was like. <laughs> Oh, snap. That's just the company's handle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own private Twitter account to tweet at, like, hot porn celebrities Well, and he stuff. said something pretty scathing. I was like, whoa, pretty bold for the president to say that on his own account. Oh, he was no. subtweeting somebody. Was it like, was it like, oh, man, how to get away with murder? More like how to get away with bad plot lines. Am I right? I... <laughs> your face, your I'm not sure. <laughs> your face is just. I'm unsure. <laughs> your face. <is> just... <laughs> I, it was looking. I was like, "Tell me more, Chad." Uh, Holly, thank you so much for enduring this and being on the show. Oh no, it was amazing. I, I enjoyed it. I will always talk about animorphs. I have one parting question though, which has been burning in my mind. Please. Do you guys remember if like the Scholastic book fairs like smelled weird? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they smelled of ink. Yeah. Didn't they smell weird? Yeah, no, like, yeah, they, they had a certain s- scent to them. Yeah, like that smell is so vivid in my mind. And I'm like, I don't know if it was just like school or like it was just the book fair. But anyway, that was that was my last part. I, I believe the protocol was to attract the young purchasers with their, their parents' checkbooks yeah. and everything mm-hmm. was a scholastic book representative would go through and spray a thick musk. <laughs> it was a pheromone, yeah. It was a book The gymnasium just, before they would start. Oh, man. I remember buying so many, like, bookmarks that had just, like, dolphins or, like, yeah. birds on them and stuff. It was good here's, times. Here's a secret about me. If you have something that's just root beer float, scratch and sniff scented, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm probably going to buy. <laughs> bookmark book staple doesn't matter staple uh let's let's track down and see what that's that uh smell is for scholastic book club maybe make a perfume out of it yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. leave a review <laughs> tell us uh all right we'll leave we'll leave it from there uh holly yeah, thank good. you again for being part of it we'll have you back on and, and uh we'll be back with some goosebumps next time so don't worry we're gonna be in that spooky space very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Watch out for the Yerks. <laughs> yeah, watch out. You Check your friend's ears. There is yep. no way to know. Check for Yerks. Check for Yerks. Bye, guys. <laughs>